Welcome back to Pepper Dave's On the Road to Dystopia, your alternative news and information podcast. Before we get started, remember, tell your family members you love them, no matter what, and you always will. Especially those you don't talk to, especially those that don't talk to you. Reach out today. We don't have much longer. So please, do it before it's too late. Now with the housekeeping items... Remember to check out our website, our Facebook page, and sign up for our newsletter. All the links are in the description below. Also, as always, the content provided here is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical, financial, legal, or professional advice. We recommend consulting a qualified professional before taking any actions on any content related to this podcast or any of the links provided. We do not endorse any candidate or political party. As a matter of fact, we believe that since we live in a uniparty, all parties should be disbanded. Okay, we have just a couple of items to go over today, but they are they are serious. Out of the Daily Mail online, at least 23 killed after tornadoes ripped through Mississippi. Tornadoes killed. At least 23 in Mississippi with dozens of people still trapped in rubble after 11 135-mile twisters, including one mile-wide storm, cut a 100-mile swath across the state. Over 30 million people under a tornado warning through the evening and were being warned to brace for killer storms, which brought golf-sized hail. At least 11 storms tracking 80 miles per hour with one stretching at least one mile wide were recorded Friday night. The tornado left a trail of destruction and storm debris at least 100 miles long and is reportedly already battering Alabama. The storms knocked out power for more than 100,000 homes and businesses across Alabama, Mississippi, and Tennessee. And as of 5.45 a.m. Eastern Time, More than 70,000 outages reported in Tennessee alone, according to the PowerOutage.us. Governor of Mississippi, Tate Reeves, tweeted early Saturday, at least 23 Mississippians were killed by last night's violent tornadoes. We know that many more are injured. Search and rescue teams are still active. The loss will be felt in these towns forever. Please pray for God's hand to be over all of those who have lost family, and friends. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards warned of potential tornadoes reaching the state into the weekend as he urged residents to prepare for significant damage. The storm system is being fueled by a dip in the jet stream that powered through California on Tuesday and Wednesday, resulting in tornadoes that were including one that hit the downtown L.A. area. This was the first in the area since 1953. 1953. We haven't had any since then. Landing in downtown L.A. area. That's uh, another... Just one more indication of what may be happening. I'm asking you. Do you think that these disasters that have been happening year after year and getting worse and worse every year are naturally occurring? Are they climate change? Are they natural climate change? Or are they an intentional man are they intentional man-made events? 
That's something you have to figure out for yourself if these are man-made events, things that have been done by our government or other governments. Or are they naturally God-occurring events? Is it a correction? Either way, I hope these devastated areas are not those anti-Biden, anti-communist areas because if we've learned anything over the last few years, such as what happened in Palestine, Ohio, not so long ago, if they fall into anti-Biden, anti-communist areas, help me not be on the way. And if it is, maybe it's not going to be in time. That's a pretty serious event that's happening this weekend within our own country. But we have some other things that are happening that you may not hear about. According to Hal Turner Radio, numerous straddle tankers just went over Iraq. 20 missiles struck three U.S. bases in Syria. They go on to say that Iran may be about to get hit. Three straddle tankers just went airborne over Iraq. Putting that much air refueling capability into into action signifies a big air operation is about to take place. Something big is happening. Now, this was yesterday evening. Now, updated at 524 Eastern Eastern Standard Time last night. They're receiving intel that upwards of 20 missiles have struck three U.S. bases inside of Syria. And the U.S. Conoco oil field. Three more U.S. bases have been targeted. Rockets and artillery, including, and they give the names... Missile strike continues at the moment, and it is targeting American bases, which are used by the U.S. Army. U.S. military confirms to Al Jazeera that one of the American military bases has been targeted by about six to eight rockets, adding that American forces are assessing casualties and damage. Four minutes later at 5.28 p.m., U.S. and coalition warplanes are now striking back. Strong and successive explosions were heard at the entrance to the city and eastern countryside of Syria, coinciding with the fight of the international coalition aircraft over the area. Apache helicopters and U.S. warplanes were flying in the sky over the countryside. Three minutes later, warplanes are said to be taking off from the U.S. base in Qatar. Planes are heading towards Syria to hit Iranian militias. U.S. and Iranian militia forces in the region have reportedly been exchanging rockets and missile fire between each other for the last few hours. Coalition aircraft have been also attempting to strike the Iranian launch sites. Heavy U.S. Air Force activity over parts of eastern Syria after rockets were launched at a base, at a U.S. base. Nine minutes later, at 8.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 
The three U.S. bases in Syria are currently under almost constant artillery fire. Reports of damage and fire at the bases. American planes are in the airspace of eastern Syria, some of which took off from the Persian Gulf, including the B-52. Two minutes later at 5.42 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, preliminary reports indicate that some units of the Syrian Arab Army may be engaging U.S. forces. It has also been reported that the Syrian armed forces carried out attacks against Turkish forces in Syria. Hal Turner had additional information and additional intel. Speaking to some of the sources, his sources in Syria, the attack tonight on base is devastating by the sounds of it. High possibility of numerous American casualties. Pro-Iran forces in Syria warn they may respond to more U.S. strikes. Ten minutes later, at 5.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, pro-Iranian forces evacuate all of their headquarters as they attacked several U.S. bases in eastern Syria, fearing severe retaliation. Eight minutes later, reports of clashes between American and Syrian Army regular forces. At 6.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Iranian militias evacuated checkpoints at 6.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, missiles units in the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Aerospace Force in western regions of Iran are claimed to have been placed on high alert within the last few minutes. Iranian army in Iran are border, uh, at the border near Iraq are put on high alert due to escalation between the U.S. and IRGC in Syria. At 6.53 p.m., at least one American soldier has been killed following the attacks of Syrian forces against a village. Updated 7.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there are reports that virtually all U.S. bases along the Euphrates River in Syria are being shelled. Iranian sources are reporting that the missile corp of the IRGC are preparing to fire at all American positions in Syria. Turkish armed forces and Syrian Arab army forces are fighting each other directly in northern Syria. At 7.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, initial unconfirmed reports of a new attack targeting U.S. base Green Village in Syria. The USN PA Poseidon off the coast of Syria. U.S. airstrikes Syria. Update. 8.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The F-15E Strike Eagle fire, uh, fighters of the U.S. Air Force flown from Al-Saladi Air Base are reported to be airborne over eastern Syria, ready to retaliate against the attacks of the IRGC Quds Force and a Conoco oil field and Green Village. IRGC fired five 122mm rockets at the U.S. Army outpost. At 8.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, air traffic controllers have been told by Iran to please clear commercial air traffic from the skies over Iraq and Syria. The clearing is now in progress. Based on this new information, it now appears that Iran may launch a full-scale missile attack from Iran territory against U.S. targets inside Syria. They don't want the commercial airlines in the way. 
at 10.19 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Quick update. Fighting continues. Checking on airspace over Iraq to see if, in fact, it is being cleared. At least a dozen U.S. soldiers are killed or wounded in tonight's attack so far. Intensive Israeli warplanes over the Mediterranean. A complete closure of airspace over the Golan. The short calm before the storm. Update, 10.27 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Reports claim that Iraqi air traffic controllers were instructed to deny Iran's request to reroute commercial airliners. The U.S. allegedly told Iraq that if Iran shoots missiles at the U.S. forces inside Syria, then they will be responsible for commercial airlines if they get hit. Let me just go over that one more time. At 8.35 p.m., air traffic controllers were asked or requested by Iran to clear the commercial air traffic from the skies over Iraq and Syria. At 10.27 p.m., reports claimed that Iraqi air traffic controllers were then instructed to not clear that and do not reroute commercial airliners and that we would be allegedly using these commercial airline airliners as human shields. What kind of a country are we devolving into if we are using commercial airliners as human shields? Are we any better than Lockerbie? What happened to Lockerbie? Are we any better for why we wound up bombing Libya? Are we any better than any of the terrorists that have taken down commercial airliners if this is what we're doing? This really gets you to think, who really did commit 9-11? Oh yeah, I said it. Have we really gone this far where not only are we using human shields or not necessarily us, but we're allowing that to happen in Ukraine. Not only are we supporting regimes around the world that use human shields, but now are we doing the same? Innocent people? Because we don't have the balls to stand up and defend what we say is our own? That, uh, that parts of Syria that we claim to be ours and the Conoco oil fields, we're not willing to protect them with our U.S. military that's there in the region, but we're going to use human shields to do this? Is this what's happening? Is this what you want from your government? No. I don't know. Do you think it's possible we're using commercial airliners as shields? And if we, we are, let me know what you think about it. Is this just a conspiracy? Did this happen? According to Hal Turner, it did. He put it out. Will you hear it on the mainstream media? I don't know. Probably not. 
or you may hear some version of it, some sanitized version that was approved by the propaganda machine, the truth czar, before it comes to you. Do you still believe the mainstream media? Do you still buy the narratives coming out of our government, our FBI, our CIA, our NSA, our Joint Chiefs of Staff, our executive branches, our legislative and our judicial branches? Do you believe what's coming out of there? Have we been sold down the river? Have we actually been sold down the river by the executive and the Joint Chiefs? We'll get into more of that another time, but it does appear that there's some kind of a quasi-alliance for the Chinese takeover. But, but that's okay. These are all allegations and what they would consider to be conspiracy theories. It's okay, they'll gaslight us. They're going to cause us to call us crazy conspiracy theorists. But according to Slay News, gaslighting crazy conspiracy theories have been proven true this year. And they're going to go through just a few. Now, they say the left. I don't like the term the left because, really, it's the oligarchs, it's those that are in power. As those that want to rule the world. They use the term conspiracy theorist to smear and belittle anyone who questions the agenda of the Democrats, it says. But it's not just Democrats. We are in a uniparty. Or the narrative, and I agree with this, being pushed by the allies in the corporate media. The mainstream media. Over time, it becomes clear to many that so-called conspiracy theory is simply information that conflicts with or disputes the mainstream agenda. However, several conspiracy theories have been proven to be actual facts. And they just give us a selection of stories that have now been proven to be true, but were previously suppressed by the media and I'm saying big tech as well, social media, and written off as conspiracy theories, and you were considered a conspiracy theorist. Gastos. Are gastos in peril? Yes, of course they are. In January, Slay News reported on a potential ban on gastos by Democratic President Joe Biden's administration. Naturally, the mainstream media moved quickly to shut down the reports arguing that the government would never, never do something like that. The New York Times insisted that, no, Biden is not trying to ban gas stoves. CNN, likewise, claimed that Biden didn't want to ban the stoves. Well, maybe they're right. Maybe they're not going to be banned outright. Maybe they just won't be able to make any more. Maybe not yet, but the Department of Energy is uh, is proposing new efficiency standards that will make approximately half of the gas stoves on the market no longer available. Within 10 years, most people will have to replace their stoves anyway. 
and that at that point, very few, if any, gas stoves will still be on the market. So it's not just a theory. They really do want to get rid of gas stoves. How about COVID origins? Where did the COVID come from? Did it come from a lab? Come from some market? Did it come from the United States? Come from Ukraine? Where did it come from? Did it come from a lab? If you said that, what were you called? It's a conspiracy theorist and a what? A racist, right? <clears throat> In other DOE news, Department of Energy news, the agency recently came to the conclusion that COVID probably did come from the lab. The findings were part of a classified report which the government agencies shared with the Wall Street Journal earlier this month. And at least we're almost, almost allowed to openly discuss the lab leak now because two years ago, as you know, we weren't. A lot of things we weren't allowed to discuss. Heck, a couple of years ago, we weren't allowed to discuss Kyle Rittenhouse. I got banned for that. How about the COVID vaccine? Not just the origin, what about the vaccine? Warp speed. Yes, Donald Trump, that was you. Yes, Joe Biden, that was you pushing. Yes, that was the CDC, the World Health Organization, pushing this. <clears throat> this is hardly the only situation in which the COVID descendants, dissidents, excuse me, have been proven correct. Anyone who wanted real answers about what was happening, who wanted to wait for long-term studies, was what? Dismissed as a conspiracy theorist? Absolutely. If you didn't want to take the shot for multiple reasons, one, because, hey, it wasn't proven, you didn't have a track record, we didn't know what was going to happen, we didn't know what the long-term effects were, or you had a religious basis, or you didn't just like the government being able to mandate you into doing things because of your, well, your right to do so, and you didn't want to be subjected to some experiment that was against Nuremberg, right? Why were the Nuremberg trials in place? What did the Nazis do? And how did the Communists act? What did they try and make you do? They force you into submission? Yes, we have commie fascist people. So who was right? Were the shots safe and effective? Or were the conspiracy theorists the reasonable ones? I think we know that. Were the conspiracy theorists right to be cautious about new shots that may affect you long term? Are we right to believe... That if we don't do what they say, they will lock us in our homes. They will take us off the streets. Sure. Look around. Look around the world. Watch. Matter of fact, talking about taking people off the streets. Have you seen what's happening in Ukraine? Snatching up people off the streets and, and conscripting them into the military? Since they're losing the war against Russia? I digress. Even the most pro-vax publications cannot hide the non-COVID excess mortality of the past two years. Young, formerly healthy people have been dying at far higher rates than they used to. 
and it's not just from COVID. As of right now, no one can prove or disprove that the jabs are responsible. And why is that? What are we investigating, are we? Are we even doing any investigations, and how thorough are these? It does not appear that anyone really wants to look into this. Not yet, anyway. Not anybody who has the resources to do so. How about mandatory masking? Yes, I know. Another has to do with COVID. There was never a scientific consensus that masking worked. Or as they purported, anyway. In fact, the pre-existing narrative was in quite the opposite direction. Even Fauci said they didn't work before he later changed his mind. In fact, so many of the various COVID narratives have been proven wrong. And that dark Dr. Marty Mark Markery, he not just some whack job down the street, he was the chief isolate transplant surgeon <coughs> surgery <coughs> excuse me at Johns Hopkins Medical School. And he recently published an article on February twenty-seventh. That article was titled Ten Myths to be Told by COVID Experts. Ten Myths. 10 myths told by COVID experts that are now debunked. And you know what was number two on the list? Yeah. Masks prevent transmission. This has been debunked. This is Johns Hopkins. This is not some crazy radical down the street in front of Walmart holding a sign. Sounds like me, but nonetheless. How about the air and the water in East Palestine? I know people hate it when I say Palestine. The EPA keeps insisting that the air and water in East Palestine, Ohio, are perfectly safe. I didn't actually see those officials drinking water, but maybe they did. Despite the toxic train derailment in early February and a subsequent disaster. I mean, like burning all those chemicals? The EPA says, hey, we've been testing for everything and that the numbers indicate everything looks good. But, you know what, there's some chemists that aren't so sure. They should be testing for individual compounds. And if they are testing for total VOCs, which are volatile organic compounds, as a screen, well... There's a question of whether or not they're using the right instruments to do that. Because some VOCs are much more toxic than others. Again, this is not by some crazy person down the street. This is from Ted <coughs> Shetler, MD, Science Director at the nonprofit Science and Environmental Health Network. He says, when you mix chemicals together and burn them, new chemicals form. And this is not even really being talked about. At least not yet anyway. Because East Palestine is such a low-income area. And I don't understand this, but it says doctors can't do the test they need to. Though, the doctors do agree 
that the citizens seem to be in real pain. It's probably going to be a long time before we have a good picture of the damage caused by the derailment. What we do know is that the people of East Palestine are still suffering from, as they call, bizarre symptoms. Like voice changes, loss of taste and smell, random infections, rashes, shortness of breath, and burning sensation while breathing. Soon, these are going to be considered just commonplace ailments. And the government officials are not really helping themselves out by insisting there's nothing to see here. Nope, nothing to see here. Let's pull the curtain back. Come on, we've, there's been too much stuff let out. We don't want the public to see. Whether it's East Palestine, J6 defendants, exculpatory evidence, Brady violations, or the Twitter files. Many figures in alternative media have suspected that they were being shadow banned or having a hard time reaching followers. Well, that was us. For about a year and a half. Ours was due to, or maybe a little bit longer, that was due to the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Many of the people that had their accounts locked or frozen were just regular conservative Americans. There were some lefties as well. Five years ago, anyone convinced the feds were watching their every move online would have been labeled, what? A crazy conspiracy theorist. Now we find out that they're not, weren't just a theorist. These are crazy conspiracy factists. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of made that up. When Elon Musk bought Twitter in late October, he handed over internal documents to independent journalists Barry Weiss, Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger, and Lee Fang. Not exactly the conservative movement there. These aren't right-wing guys. They are definitely on the left. To report on their findings. The Twitter files confirmed everyone's worst suspicions. The federal government does spend millions and millions of dollars in taxpayer money to censor the speech of Americans online. Much of this effort takes law-abiding citizens with inconvenient, non-democratic, friendly opinions rather than real criminals. It targets those. Well, yet again, the conspiracy theorists have been proven correct. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you could look at the, you could look at our reach and what happened. First, they were just giving us hits, like you know, they were shadow banning us for a day or two here, and you could see where that was happening. And then all of a sudden, bam, we got hit. That was on our Facebook. We weren't getting any reach. We weren't able to grow. They wouldn't allow us to grow. Now, over the last month and a half or so, we've been able to do that. Well, I guess probably since January. And we've grown another, I don't know, we're up to 31,000 or something like that in our Facebook. Um, the gaslighting will continue, by the way. Psychology Today, if you didn't know what gaslighting was, gaslighting is described as Insidious manipulation and psychological control wielded over victims who are f fed false information, causing them to question what they know to be true. Gaslighting has become one of the Biden administration's favorite tools. 
White House Press Secretary, which we know, she appears, and you see her every day, appears to be trying to turn it into an art form. Actually, she's a terrible press secretary, in my opinion. But she does good at not saying anything, so I don't think she's all that bright. As time goes by, however, the truth comes out. The people are finally starting to wake up and believe their own lying eyes, folks. A few other things out there, like we mentioned, J6 defendants. Exculpatory evidence not being turned over. Witnesses not allowed to be called. Did they... Did they plant confidential informants into the defense team trying to sway the way the defense was going? There are so many... Did they destroy evidence? Is the judge part of the conspiracy? Do you trust the FBI, the CIA, the NSA? Do you trust the the executive office or the legislative? How about the judiciary? You would have thought we could trust the judges, right? We have a judge that this week saying he doesn't even know what a Brady violation is. He's never come across a Brady violation in all of his years. And when asked, does he know what it is? He said, well, I don't really know, but I think it has something to do with the Second Amendment. This is a judge does not understand exculpatory evidence on the pros- by the prosecution having to turn that evidence over to the defense. These are judges. Why was this guy hired? Why was this? Why is this guy a judge? A sixth grade classroom would probably know more than he did. If you don't think that our financial systems are under attack, it's intentional. If you don't think there's a Trojan horse. And that we are not intentionally collapsing our entire system, whether it be educational system, the banking system, our government system, then I guess you didn't really take Obama seriously when he said he wanted to fundamentally transform the country. Yes. He was the Communist-in-chief tool of China. Potentially. I, I, You know, he's the communist-in-chief. Is he taking his direction straight from Xi? Is Biden? Is Trudeau from Canada? I mean, come on. Did, did Trudeau and Biden get on their knees in front of Xi? And I don't know what they did behind those closed doors when they were on their knees, but my goodness, it's terrible. It's sickening. Are they trying to pit us against one another? Are they trying to divide us? Does the CCP have police stations in the United States? Does the CCP 
own and buying more farmland around U.S. military bases for no reason? Is the CCP sending people over the border? Is the Michigan governor attempting to bring in a battery, a CCP battery manufacturer with the requirements that there's a CCP official there to promote CCP propaganda? And are they bringing in um, Chinese workers? Not American workers that live in that area. There may be some boosted economy, but they're not going to be for American workers. Is China, are they finished with their Belt and Road Initiative? Their debt diplomacy? Do they own our allies, our smaller allies? Did they buy them off, giving them loans that they weren't able to pay back in exchange for extracting the resources from some of those countries or and or votes within the UN? Is China becoming the peacekeeper of the world? Are we looking at Xi as the leader of the world? Did he just bring Iran and Saudi Arabia together and are we getting rid of the petrodollar? Has OPEC turned its books on turned its backs on Joe Biden? Who wins in this proxy war we have in Ukraine that we have no business being in? It's a territorial dispute and the Donbass area being attacked by Ukraine for eight years leading up to Putin deciding to protect his own citizens in both the Donbass area as well as Crimea? Was there a coup in Ukraine facilitated by the United States and NATO? Was the Nord Stream pipeline blown up by NATO alliance? Will we and Europe and the rest of NATO expend our resources trying to defeat Russia in a proxy war in Ukraine where Ukrainians, everyday Ukrainians are dying by the thousands where there's been at minimum 120 to 150,000 Ukrainian soldiers dead, let alone the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of innocent civilians caused by us and NATO Why? Why are we doing this? Well, who wins in the end? Is it China that wins in the end? Is China allying with Russia? How about India? Is there an alliance between China, India, and Russia? Yes. BRICS. You know about BRICS? Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa? Then there's more to join that alliance? Is the U.S. dollar going to fail to be the reserve currency of the world? Have we overextended ourselves? Are they going to is China going to destroy us like we did with the Soviet Union? Not necessarily by weapons expenses, but expending all of our energy and our resources, shutting down the resources that we have, natural resources we have.
are they trying to implement through the Federal Reserve, the central bank digital currencies, the IMF, the Bank of International Settlements, things that were discussed at Davos with the World Economic Forum? Why do you think that they want to instill and install instill in you the confidence of central bank digital currencies, whether it goes by that name or another name like FedNow? Will they be able to control your money and turn it on and off at will? Will they have complete control over everything that you say that you can think? Is there a transhumanist movement? Will artificial intelligence overcome and we, will we achieve singularity? What happens when transhumanism meets AI? Will they combine forces? Will they be combined to take you and I and look at us like the ants on the ground that we see? The director of Terminator thinks so. He's concerned about it. Elon Musk is concerned about it. Are there plans by the elite to go off-world? Now, I know I'm getting off tangent here, but my goodness, people. Realize they are not here to help you. They do not care about you, nor do they even like you. But right now, they need to have you, and they need to have us all divided into our own little segments, fighting against one another. By religion, by sex, by age, by color, by race, by creed. Every individual box, and they can pit us against one another, and if we allow them to continue to do this, what happens? Well, it's an easy way to depopulate us. When you add that, with the abortion push, as well as made, the medical assistance in dying? Are they going to depopulate the world and leave what they need there? Are they going to depopulate us by 90%? Sure looks that way. Sure looks like that's the intention. Is that why the vaccines... Is that why we're trying things out in Russia? Is that why in Africa, in the African nations, in the continent of Africa, they are so poor yet have so many natural resources? Do we experiment on those folks down there? Does Bill Gates experiment on them? Do we use world's populations for experimentation? Look, people, that's just a few of the things going on in the world. And I ask you to look and open your eyes and see what is really happening. What is happening around you. And think critically about how you can prepare going forward. I don't know if this is a battle of good and evil. I don't know if this is something out of revelations. I don't know if this is the mark of the beast and the coming of the Antichrist. 
I don't know. But I do know that everything is coming, and it's coming very fast. This is the quickening. This is still in the early stages. We have not seen the end. It will get much worse. And you'll be asking for death, and death will not come. People, prepare yourselves, not just physically, but yes, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Love your family and your neighbors as much as you can. Reach out to those family members you have not spoken to. Reach out to people that do not look like you, sound like you, talk like you, think like you. Reach out to them and say, please, brother, please, sister. Wake up, open your eyes. Let's not be used as tools to be pitted against one another. If they do not see it. If the stranger in the streets cannot understand what's happening, and you do, you cannot waste your time with those folks. As cruel and harsh as that sounds, you may just be planting that seed, and it may not be for you to change their mind. Maybe it's the next person or person after that. Maybe something will happen in their life, and they will wake up, hopefully before it's too late. Look, riot season's coming right around the corner. Gonna start getting warm. The media is gonna start trying to pit us against one another again. You, if you are white, you're going to be treated as a Jew in the 1930s Nazi Germany. If you're a white male, it's worse for you. If you are black, you are going to be told things. Things that may or may not be true, but said in such a way to help pit you against others, whether they're Asian, white, black, other black people, whether they don't think like you or they do think like you. If you step out of line, they will come after you. Please understand that, but you cannot allow them to own your mind. Do not be a slave. Do not be a slave to these people. Who want to own all of us. And the easiest way to destroy us is by dividing us. So please come together. Come together today before it's too late. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, or what you were. You can change today. And I ask you, please, please, before it's too late, think. Think about who benefits from your rage. Think about why would they be lying to you? What do they want from you? And what do they want you to do? And why? Are they just trying to tickle your rage? Get you to be an angry person against the world or against another human being? Yeah, they are. You are just a tool. You mean nothing to them. 
but we must come together and fight them, the system. The system set out against you and me and the rest of us. And we can go through the presidents. We can talk about how each one was bad. Hell, we can start off with, well, we can even start off with JFK. LBJ corrupt. We haven't had a corrupt politician like LBJ until now. Joe Biden. Barack Obama. Oh, man. He wasn't a sellout. He's been a communist through and through. And he wanted to fundamentally transform the world. He's a tool. used to do that because he, he speaks a certain way. He looks a certain way. He attracts a certain attention. And he was able to push those things through. Those things that maybe George Bush couldn't push through. Or Donald Trump. But Bush was able to do certain things that Barack Obama wasn't able to do. He was able to start those wars. And all of that. All those killings. All those dying, people dying. Bill Clinton. And Al Gore. Screaming from the rooftops and trading secrets to the Chinese back in the 90s. George Bush Sr. Oh, yeah. Spooko himself. That's right. 90 percent, 90 plus percent approval rating for George Bush Sr. at one point. One term president. Ronald Reagan. Probably my favorite president, however, not without controversy. Jimmy Carter. Probably a nice guy. Probably an honest guy. Terrible president. Gerald Ford, bumbling idiot. Richard Nixon opens up the world to China. Hmm. Takes us off the gold standard. Hmm. LBJ? Well, just ask the Kennedys. Whatever's left. Ask RFK what his thoughts are. I'm not sure, but RFK is going to be running for president. Don't know all of his positions. Does not appear that he's suited well or set well for probably winning the nomination or the presidency, but I think he'll attempt it. JFK. Operation Northwoods. If it wasn't for him, we would have seen planes crashing into buildings. We would have seen other types of attacks on the U.S. soil, conducted by the FBI, designed by the CIA. Is that why JFK was killed? Or was it just a greed and corruption by LBJ? Or do you believe <laughs> the Warren Commission that said, hey, it's just some lone nut up on top of a rooftop, except for the fact that how did he get that firearm there? How did he get the rifle there? And was there another rifle on the rooftop? And what happened to the body? And what happened to JFK's brain? There's a lot of questions there. My goodness gracious. Was he warned? Was Eisenhower? Did Eisenhower say anything about the what? Military industrial complex? How about the now censorship industrial complex? Or the big tech industrial complex? 
everybody is working against you and me. All right, folks, that's enough for today, I think. God bless. Have a great day. You have a great day for it.